welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about why breakfast is now the least important meal of the day. And if you have any questions, you can send them over to allaroundjoe.com slash 113 in the comments down below. I highly recommend if you have questions, putting them down there. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 113 is where this podcast is going to be posted. Before we get into why breakfast is now the least important meal of the day, I want to talk about my partners. First off, the whoop strap. I have it on right now. The whoop strap is an always on activity tracker. And one of the ways that the whoop strap is so beneficial for me is I have an example for you. On Monday, I did the CrossFit Invictus workout and they, they have us doing a bunch of back squats. So you work up to a heavy double at 90%. Then what you do is immediately you go into every three minutes on the minute, you do 10 back squats at 78%. Last week it was 75%. This week it's 78%. So it's getting heavier. So you have, you do your first set of 10, then you wait the rest of the three minutes. So it probably takes you a minute to do those 10. And then you have two minutes of rest and you do another 10. And then you have two minutes rest and do another 10. So it's every three minutes on the minute, but it takes you a minute. That totally jacks me up. So I was like a 90% recovered on Monday after taking Sunday off. Then on Tuesday, I woke up and I was only 50% recovered. And what that meant was that the workout that I was going to do on Tuesday, I decided because of that to not push it 100%. So I did some of the strength stuff, but I kept it you know, easy, didn't really follow the programming exactly as I had it. Then there was a Metcon that was going to be pretty intense. It was two rounds of 12 muscle-ups and 15 thrusters at 135, which as you know, can get your heart rate totally jacked up and you could totally blast yourself on that. But what I did is I just turned off the clock. I didn't time it. I worked on my technique and just slowly worked my way through it. Did I still get a workout? I did get a workout, but I did not push it to the point where I was going to blast myself. And then today I woke up and I have a 80% recovered. So today I'm going to hit it really hard again, but I, you, I need you to know, or what I am considering is that you give your body the stimulus that you needed to recover. If you don't let it recover by, if I wouldn't have known that I was only 50% recovered yesterday, then I would have pushed it too hard and I probably wouldn't be recovered today. I probably wouldn't be getting the benefits of the squat workout that I did on Monday. So it's so beneficial to know how recovered your body is and the whoop strap has a learning process. So it learns about you the more that you use it. Enough about whoop. If you want to check it out, go to whoop.com and use the code allaroundjoe and you get yourself a hundred bucks off. I have all of my top athletes wearing it. I think that it's totally beneficial to know because you can't, or at least I cannot figure out whether or not my body actually feels good or is recovered. I've tried. I just cannot figure it out. Okay. So that's why I use the whoop strap. The other company I want to talk about today is Inside Tracker. I get so excited when people sign up for Inside Tracker because I believe that our health healthcare system for the most part is screwed up and our doctors do not know what they should be teaching or telling the people, their patients. So Inside Tracker basically does blood testing so that you know exactly what you should be eating so that your body can perform at an optimal level. We don't know that otherwise. We can't test it. I've tried and I screwed it up over and over and over again. But with Inside Tracker, you can get your blood tested, it will give you the foods that you should be eating, and then you can go about your merry way knowing that you're fueling your body the right way. If you don't understand that, I can't help you. But our healthcare system should be designed so that we can use companies like Inside Tracker with our insurance so that we can have those on a regular basis and perform at the top 
the top of the top for our bodies and also it will give us less insurance claims because we will be healthier. Why they can't figure that out, I do not know, but you go to insidetracker.com, use the code allaroundjoe, yeah, you probably have to pay out of pocket, although sometimes you can get your insurance company to pay for it. Either way, it's totally worth it, you should all be doing it. It's the number one thing that I would recommend that people do across the board. Most impactful thing that I've done for the last probably five or 10, maybe all of the, the years that I've been doing this. So go to insidetracker.com, use the code allaroundjoe, and you'll get yourself set up with feeling awesome, being awesome, do it. Okay, why breakfast is now the least important meal of the day, and I got this question from Linnea on Facebook, and I was gonna write this long, lengthy answer out, and I got about two paragraphs in and decided that it would be better if I just recorded a podcast on it because I can express myself better through words, and you can hear how I'm changing the tone of my voice as I'm talking about things. And I just think it's a more interesting way of, you know, in, uh, communicating, communicating. Sometimes the words are not coming as fast as they should. Communicating. <laughs> All right. So what we have here, Linnea asked why I should be having low carbohydrates in the morning because I posted something on Facebook that said you should eat less carbohydrates, low calories in the morning if you want to be sharp and full of energy. And she said that she had always heard that you want to have higher carbohydrates, more of your food in the morning. Breakfast is essentially the most important meal of the day. And that used to be the truth. And I think now thinking about it is I can't explain my way into why that would make sense that maybe the the food companies or the cereal companies were feeding that to us that breakfast was the most important meal of the day so they would make more money. I mean, the more that we look into these things and you watch these documentaries on Netflix, you're learning that the monetization of companies has a lot to do with the science that was coming out. So if we're not doing our own research that is not concerned with the amount of money that's being made, then we're not probably going to get the results that we want. And I believe that may have been what's happening because... When I was in college, so I have a kinesiology degree with fit, an emphasis in fitness, nutrition, and health from San Diego State University, and I took tons of nutrition classes. It was my favorite subject while I was in college, but I was also a bodybuilder, and we were testing things because bodybuilders test things. If you ever want to figure out if things are working, go to bodybuilding.com and read through the forums because these guys will test all kinds of crazy crap on themselves, stuff that I would never even do. You know, they're injecting into themselves. But they also do the stuff that I would do and you get more information faster than having to wait for these universities to test it. You can just get the information, essentially what it comes down to. So at that particular time in my life, I was a bodybuilder testing things out and we would argue with the professors because the professors were telling us to eat you know, 70% carbohydrates and I actually tried it and I got fat and I would go back and I would talk to other bodybuilders and they're like, yeah, that doesn't work. You have to have the low carbohydrates or do the carbohydrate cycling or whatever in order to stay lean. And the textbooks just didn't make any sense. So it's really interesting that we'd have those conversations back then with these people that were supposed to be really smart, although my professors, none of them are in good shape. <laughs> so I don't necessarily recommend that you take advice from somebody that doesn't walk the walk or talk the walk or however you want to say it. But what we do know now is that there's new science, okay? You don't have to listen to what everybody was saying before. But that is why someone may tell you that you should have your big breakfast meal 
because that used to be the science. That used to be what people were being fed from these textbooks and professors was that you need to have high carbohydrates and your carbohydrates should be loaded towards the front of your day and then taper off towards nighttime. And I used to do that. That was how things would work. And you'd have those high carbohydrates. And even when I was bodybuilding, we still thought that that was the best way of doing it. Even if we were not having 70% carbohydrates, maybe we were only having like 30% carbohydrates because we wanted to stay lean, but we were never the leanest that we could be because of that, we were throwing off our hormone balances. And I'm going to talk about that next because what is so important about having the low carbohydrates in the morning or the low fasted morning setup is that your body is going to burn more body fat and it's going to be more energized. So here's why that works. Or actually first, let me debunk the old way or why we used to think about having carbohydrates in the morning was a good idea. And it doesn't really make sense to me, but I'm trying to explain it anyway. So our body is essentially in a catabolic or anabolic state, meaning catabolic breaking down tissue or anabolic building up tissue. And we used to think, oh, we want to be in an anabolic state because that's going to make us build the most muscle tissue. But what we didn't tend to calculate was that there are different types of anabolic and catabolic states, meaning that when you're in anabolic state, there are certain triggers that tell your body to burn or to build more muscle tissue and also to store those carbohydrates in the muscle. But there's also triggers that will tell your body that it should just store those carbohydrates as body fat. And it depends on what kind of stimulus your body has had in order to determine where those carbohydrates are going to be stored or what your body is going to do with all these nutrients. And we used to think that if you had, you woke up in the morning and your body is naturally in a catabolic state when you wake up. So we're like, oh crap, we need to get out of the catabolic state. So let's eat a bunch of food, including high carbohydrates, and it will flip our body into this anabolic state. What was happening though, and what we are now realizing is that when that happens, your body flips over into a state of gaining body fat because there's no signal telling your body what to do or to do anything positive with those carbohydrates and with that food. You catching on here? So if we are to actually keep the state that our body is in naturally in the morning by keeping the calories and the carbohydrates low. And when I keep saying calories and carbohydrates, the reason that I say that is because having the carbohydrates is the easiest way to flip your body from the catabolic to the anabolic. Because what happens is your blood sugar gets raised because of the carbohydrates, because carbohydrates are all turned into sugar. Then it flips over to the insulin getting released and insulin pushes the nutrients into cells. And I say cells with quotation marks here because it depends on what the signal is. The insulin could be completely beneficial and push those nutrients into muscle cells if you have the right stimulus, but chances are first thing in the morning, you haven't gotten up and done some intense workout and it's had your body sending those signals that it needs in order to be populating those carbohydrates into your muscle cells. So what we want to do is keep the high catabolic state because, like I said, there are different types of catabolic states. There's a type of catabolic state which is breaking down muscle tissue, and that's the one that we used to always talk about in school is that you didn't want to be catabolic because you're breaking down muscle tissue. But what I've come to realize now is that there's multiple types of catabolic states. It doesn't necessarily mean that my body is just breaking down everything. It could also mean that my body doesn't need to break down muscle tissue, but it's in a catabolic state, so it's breaking down fat tissue because I'm not in a high intensity workout mode, my body's going to be burning more fat for energy. Okay. And that's what I want in the morning, especially if I'm not going to be working out first, first thing in the morning. But still, if I was going to be working out first thing in the morning, I almost always have it in a fasted state anyway, 
because I'm going to have my body stay in the catabolic. It's going to give me more readily available energy and I'm going to feel better, more energized throughout that workout. Okay. But that's a whole nother topic here. I'm just talking about why or why not you'd have a heavy breakfast. So what you want to do is keep your body in this catabolic state. Okay. What will happen if you do that is that you will Number one, feel more energized. Number two, you will burn more body fat. I find that I stay way leaner when I do a low calorie breakfast in the morning, meaning that I usually just have a cup of coffee with a very small, like five grams of protein scoop of some sort of chocolate protein in my coffee. And what that does is it makes me to not feel hungry at all until usually about lunchtime, which is amazing. And I'm still usually not that hungry by that point. So what I'm doing is I'm having caffeine, which is an appetite suppressor, as well as a little bit of protein amino acids that will curb that appetite. So you don't even feel hungry. A lot of times it'll be like, oh, well, I'm not eating in the morning. You're going to be really hungry. No, a lot of times that could be that your hormone balance is thrown off or that you're so used to getting that spike up and down that you think you feel hungry, but you don't really. And you just need to have a little bit of protein or a little bit of fat in the morning with low carbohydrates and some caffeine and you will feel completely energized, completely jacked like I feel right now. And all I've had today is, like I said, a cup of coffee with a little bit of protein in it. And I'm, it's 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. I got up at you know 7.45, 8 a.m. And I am still totally rocking, ready to go. So if you keep that state, you will not only burn more body fat, feel higher energy, but you will also have that catabolic state and it will be intermittent fasting for you, which I'm sure you've all heard about. Intermittent fasting, if you've had 14 to 16 hours or at least 14 hours between the last time that you ate and the next time that you eat. So for example, if I ate at 9 or, you know, 8 or 9 p.m., then you wait 14 hours before you have your next feeding. And still, when I have that first feeding in the morning, I'm having a low-carbohydrate feeding. I'm having tons of vegetables, as low-carbohydrate yogurt as I can, and then some Udo's oils along with a little bit of protein powder in a shake. So I blend it all up, drink that down, and it's a low-carbohydrate. doesn't spike my blood sugar, keeps my insulin level from being spiked as well, and keeps me high-fat burning. Okay, because of the intermittent fasting, you, there are some journals or, or science that shows that it will help reduce the chance of diabetes, reduce cholesterol, reduce chance of cardiovascular disease. So you're also getting those benefits as well. And if you are able or want to lose body fat, you can have a lower calorie diet much easier this way because you don't feel as hungry. You just cruise throughout your day. You have your carbohydrates loaded around your workout, and then you'll end up having a lower calorie diet, which has shown many, many benefits to be lower calorie. A lot of times people think lower calorie and they're like, oh, crap, that means that I'm going to be you know, angry all day because I'm not eating what I want to be eating. No, that's not true at all. If you do this right and you have the timing set up and you have your macronutrients set up, right, then just having a low calorie diet means that you're leaner, you feel better, you're happier, and science has shown that you live longer. So there is that. (laughs) Basically what I'm saying is that try having a low-calorie fasted state in your morning so that you stay catabolic, fat-burning, and high energy because if you have those carbohydrates, it spikes your blood sugar, which will make you feel like you had energy for a second, then your your insulin level will spike and then it will drop and then you'll get hungry again 
and you put your body from a fat burning state to an anabolic state, but you haven't sent the signal to your body to actually store anything into your muscles or to build muscle so that you are going to end up burn or building up body fat, which is what nobody wants if you have those carbohydrates first thing in the morning. All right. That's what I've got for you today. I hope that that was beneficial. If you have any questions about that, which you may have questions, and I hope that you do, head over to allaroundjoe.com slash 113 and drop your questions in the comments section below. That is where I'll be answering all of my questions from this podcast today. So try out the low carbohydrates. Oh, I also wanted to, before I go, mention a little bit about the Uh, Bulletproof Coffee, which is on the same kind of idea. There's a little bit of difference there because they have a higher fat, usually doing the MCT oils in order to get your body to release or to um, be in a ketotic or ketosis state. So you're going to be burning ketones instead. I'm doing some research on that right now, so I don't have it fully down as far as the exact science for how that works, but I am placing with supplemental ketones as well. Notice that you do feel way more energized in your brain. You feel like you're stimulated, like you're a little bit euphoric. It feels pretty damn awesome. So I I don't necessarily know that the high fat diet is right for everybody. Like I've shown that through my inside tracker training and things and testing that I don't necessarily want to have the, you know, a lot of high fat in my diet because of what my body, how it reacts to it. And everybody's a little bit different. But if you want to look into the science behind the Bulletproof Coffee, there's a similar thing going on there where it is still going to be essentially a a low-carb, fasted-ish state because you're just having some fat there and there are some limits to what is still considered fasting as far as um, the calories and the types of calories that you're having. I am not an expert on the intermittent fasting. I just am here to tell you about the results that I've gotten when I've tested what I have tested and I give you exactly what I am doing in order to get those particular results. But it is along the same lines if you've heard about the Bulletproof Coffee and all that fun stuff. And you can go do research on that yourself. Or if you have specific questions about it, ask me and I'll do the research and try it myself and we'll figure it all out. So I hope this was beneficial for you. Again, go to allaroundjoe.com slash 113 in order to ask some questions on why breakfast is now the least important meal of your day. So I would say that dinner is the most important meal of your day or your post-workout meal is the most important meal of your day because that's when your body is going to take those nutrients that got the signal from your workout and you're going to be actually repairing yourself with those nutrients that you're eating. Forget about this breakfast junk. It is not what you should be focusing. Well, you should be focusing on what you're having, but you should definitely not be dumping down carbohydrates into your body. So I hope that was beneficial. I highly recommend that you guys go check out Whoop at WHOOP.com. Use the code AllAroundJoe. It's always on fat activity tracker that I am using in order to keep my body healthy, working out at a high intensity and not overtraining. And also check out Inside Tracker, the best thing that I've done in the last 10 years. It is an improvement to our healthcare system. In fact, I think that it will show you what your ha- your body needs on the inside and you'll feel way better. You'll be way leaner, all that fun stuff. Go to InsideTracker.com. Use the code AllAroundJoe to get yourself a discount. And if you have any questions, drop them in the show notes, guys. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.